the biggest battle that we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will be interviewing individuals who have done that, who have gone through the struggles, who have tried to create a reality and all that they could. And when all the odds were against them, they made the impossible possible. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for being on the podcast and taking this journey with me as we go through and discover different avenues to break through those limits, different avenues to help you expand your reality so that you can evolve into the person that you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode on the Mindful Experiment. This is your host Dr. Vic and I'm excited to have you on uh, listening here is today we're going to be hammering out talking about time. That's right, time management. Now when we look at life, there's really only one resource we can never gain back and that's going to be time. Time is the essence that you can never, once it's spoiled, I don't say wasted, I like to say spoiled, once it's spoiled, that's it, you can't get that back. You can lose money, you can get it back. You can lose resources, you can get that back. You can lose friends, you can gain new ones. You can lose family members, you can gain new family members. But time is the one thing we never we never get back. And so when we look at today in the podcast, we're going to talk a lot about What are some of the distractions that people do? What are the issues that people have when it comes to time and time management? And then also, what are solutions that we can do? Things that I have studied, things I've tested and shown for myself that has worked amazing in my life to help me accomplish more with little time so that I can go ahead and do other things that I truly enjoy, like spending time with my family, taking my wife out. I'm great. uh, Just sometimes just hanging out, you know, summer's around the corner here so we'd love to be just out with the fire pit and hanging out with friends and just relaxing and creating experiences and enjoying life so how can i create more of that and so the work i do i concise it very short to make sure i get that done and i want to share that with you but in life what we notice is a lot of people make common mistakes that they don't realize one of the biggest time wasters that you'll ever have in your life is going to be social media it's going to be your phone really Social media is just a part of that. And the reason why is because you you have all these things going on now. You have so many things to distract you. In my book, uh, Discovering Your, uh, Rediscovering Your Greatness, we, we talk a lot about distractions and focus and how there's so many things trying to pull you away from what it is you really want to do. And the thing is you want to focus on sticking to what it is you want to do and hammering it out. It's real simple. You know, and, and, and so with the phone, that it's a big energy time waster. And there are apps out there. I'm going to put them in the notes. Um, there are things you can do to track and see how long you spend time on Facebook. And you can put like 30 minutes on there, and that's all you get. And after that's done, you can't go back and use the app for a whole day. It's kind of cool. There's some, there's some different things that are out there, and I'll put those in the notes for you. Uh, so you can have that and utilize that tool. There's also desktop apps that you can utilize that time you on what websites you're on longer and so forth so that you know, and I, I think it's great to test this because when you know these things, you become more aware and then you'll take better action. 
So when it comes to time management, a lot of people, one of the biggest issues is you, you fail to keep a to-do to list, right? What are the things you want to execute? And one of the things I always talk about, and this is, uh, we're going to talk about the problem and the solution here, because I always tell people, write out what it is you want to do, but then go back and look at that list and say, what is the top priorities? What are the things that need to be done right now? This is an absolute. Or you can look at this another way. You can say, what are the things that I need to do that's going to get me closer to what I want to achieve? If you're in a business, if you're an employee or you own your own business, um, you know, what are things that you want to see happen? What are going to move you closer? What's going to move the needle closer to where you want to desire? So you start looking and saying, okay, well, now I have these top things. So then there's the top things you need to nail out, which is usually about 20% of your to-do list is what you really have to do. Uh, that's a big priority. The other stuff is usually just filling in time. But you want to map that out and then say, okay, this is what I'm going to get done today. And you just go and get it done. Nail the priorities. The most successful people in the world, they make a to-do list and they usually only focus on a couple things a day. It's not a lot. It's not like getting 20 things done. It's really just one, two, maybe three things and that's it. What's going to move them closer to their goals? And that's all they really focus on. The other 80% they'll get to eventually or they have someone else do it for them. If you don't have that privilege to have someone do it for you, well, that's when you have to make time to say this is my catch-up time, busy time, or miscellaneous time is what I usually like to call it. But failing a to-do list is one of the things. The other thing, too, with that, as we were just talking about, is like, you know, when you don't prioritize it, that's the, that's the whole intention part of it all, is, is making sure you prioritize what it is you need to nail and get done. As we talked about managing distractions, you want to make sure that you, like one of the things I do is when it comes to every morning I wake up and about 4 o'clock in the morning I'm up, sometimes a little earlier, sometimes a little later, it varies. But when I get up in the morning, I spend the first 10 minutes, my phone's on silent, I, nothing, I actually have a do not disturb on there until 7 in the morning. So if you text me, emails go off, any notifications, I don't see here any of that. I don't check my email, I don't check Facebook, I don't check Instagram, Snapchat, I don't check any of that. First, first 10 minutes, I spend time in gratitude, appreciation, being thankful that I have another day here on this planet to be able to share, express, and do, and help in any way I possibly can to serve. And that's the first probably 10 minutes of my day. And then from there, I start to get into my day, but I focus on what are the things I need to do today to move me closer to where I want to go. And I have a to-do list and I always look at it. I mean, I literally, I have a to-do list that has like 30 things on there and they build up over time because it's like two days ago, I didn't get everything done, but I got the main stuff. Next day, well, are those priorities? Nope. All right, I'm going to look to the next one. And as I continue on, then I finally say, okay, I will look at what I need to get done and I hammer that out. And then I go spend time with myself meditating, breath work, and then we'll talk about this in another podcast, but I do a, a, a series of stuff just to get me centered, to balance my mind and get me really focused and get me ready for the day. And then what I do is I have set times for emails. So in the morning when I come back, I'll check emails real quick. I skim through them. Um, and then, you know, there's times where I'm on Facebook, but Facebook as only in the morning, I usually just go ahead and post like stuff. If there's some people that are commenting on stuff, I'll, I'll try to reply as much as I can. And, and it's a short time. I only have like maybe five, ten minutes of that. That's all I do. 
and then after that I'm done and I won't look at my email I don't look at Facebook I don't answer phones unless it's certain times um, but I set this up in my life to minimize as many distractions as I possibly can so that when it comes to truly being focused and hammering out the work I have nothing really just pulling me away from it when I was writing my book I, I really had a hammer on that because there comes a point when you're writing you get into the zone and all of a sudden it's just beautiful stuff is flowing out of you and you don't want nothing distracting you and so that's when I would like put my total phone away I would mute everything because uh, even on my laptop I can go ahead and get alerts for text messages and other things and I shut those all down so that I can truly just focus and, and sometimes uh, you know some research shows that people lose up to two hours a day just by distractions and think about it in your own life have you ever said oh, I'm just gonna go on Facebook for a second next thing you know you're on for 30 minutes or if you're on Instagram you want to check some things out next thing you know you're checking out stories for the next half hour or maybe you just wanted to look on what was TV, on TV and so let me just watch five minutes of the show and next thing you know you're watching the next four these are kind of the distractions that get in the way the more you man manage your, your interruptions and you minimize your distractions, the more time you're going to have to get things done. Sound good? So, you know, that's one, one other thing to do. You know, other things that people, this has been said so much more, is it, it, it sounds okay to be busy, right? Somebody will say, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm just busy. I'm just going, going, going. And really, we always say how busy we are and there's all these things because, you know, life can be busy. There's a lot going on. We have emails that get alert to us all the time. There's piles of stuff that you may have to get done. There's kids stuff you have to take care of, stuff you have to prepare, all this stuff. You got all these things happening in your life. And busyness has become more of a norm in America than anything else. And it, it's, it's, those are one of the things that when you become busy, you're not being productive. You're surviving instead of thriving. You're not taking control of what you have going on. You're just like a pinball in a pinball machine just bouncing all over the place hoping to get things done. This is where you got to center yourself and really look at what it is you want to achieve for the day and just know you only have so much you can do. But as long as you're moving closer to the needle of what it is you desire, you're going to get there. It's going to happen. and You'll be calmer and more focused. And, you know, just a quick history on me. You know, I was never diagnosed ADHD, but... Being a chiropractor, understanding this and, and the symptoms and all what it relates to, I was definitely that. I was all over the place. And I just bounced off things one to the other. Maybe I'll get them done, maybe I won't. I love multitasking. I couldn't do anything on a computer unless I was doing a gazillion things at one time. And it was kind of interesting that, you know, through life and, you know, chiropractic care and, and doing these other things like meditation and all this other stuff that I do, really centered and called me to where now actually I can focus and I used to be envious of friends of mine especially guys because they can do this more a lot easier how a friend of mine I remember in college would just sit and watch tv and you would ask say his name and talk to him he, he couldn't he wouldn't turn to you at all and I was always like man how can you not do that I watch tv I'm listening to this I'm paying attention to that I may be on the computer too at the same time I'm doing like five things at once and it was the only way I can do it because I felt we I felt anxious if I didn't so the whole busyness and, 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 and multitasking and this whole thing about that, slow down, focus on one thing, right? Now, the big thing about this is, is when you take the time to slow down, one of the things you can do, if you're probably listening to this podcast and going, 
Yeah, Doc, uh uh-uh. I, I, I'm busy. I have, I, my schedule's jammed. I can't fit anything else in. Gotcha. And I hear that a lot when it comes to self-care, when I tell patients, hey, meditate for 10 minutes. And I say, if you can't meditate for 10 minutes or don't find the time, that means you got to meditate at least an hour. And they laugh at me, and I'm going, I'm serious. you got to take the time to slow down. Because here's the thing. If you can't take five minutes or ten minutes just for relaxing, that just tells me your mind is racing like crazy. And you don't take the time to really just slow down and be more effective. So one of the things you could do, and this is a great exercise. I do this. I'm actually incorporating it now once a month in my life. And I think it would be very beneficial for you to do the same thing is you map out your day. You look at 24 hours of what you have going on in your life. And what you do is you say, okay, how much do I sleep? Some people say, I sleep around six to seven hours. Uh, that works with, Six, seven is what works really well for me, but I have to sleep, I gotta go to bed at a certain time. So when I do that, I look at my 24 hour day, seven hours, okay, I have 17 hours in the day. All right, that's how much I'm awake. Now in that 17 hours, well, I have to be in the office for, let's say today's the day I'm going to be in the office. I'm going to be in the office for at least, let's see, three, five. So I'm going to be in the office for about eight hours today. So that means I have nine hours left in my day to do whatever it is that I need to get done. Now, I said I'm up at four in the morning. I don't have to be in the office till 8.30, 8.45. So I have four and a half hours. Well, my first half hour, when I first wake up, I know I said I watch a video, but what I really do is I just try to get in a routine to wake me up because, let's face it, 4 in the morning or 5 or 6, I'm still waking up tired. So what I do is I get up, I'll wash dishes, I get the coffee going, and that's about my first 15 to 30 minutes is what I'll do. Gets me going, I'm I'm awake. By the time I come up to go go get my stuff done, I'm ready to rock and roll. So that's 30 minutes out. Then I spend another 30 minutes for eating and cooking for breakfast before I go to the office if I'm eating in the morning. So that's an hour. So now I'm down to 8 hours, right? Now I have, you start looking at your schedule. This is what I do, guys, and this is what I'm recommending for you. And you go ahead, and I'll share a great uh, time management quiz that I have found online that's really, really good that you guys can utilize to see how well are you rocking and rolling with this. Um, but the other thing, too, is then you say, all right, what am I going to do the rest of my time? I have to do dinner. Okay, another hour. Spend time with the wife. Hour, two hours. You see how I still have so much excess of time? Even in the minus four, I still have four hours left. So what am I doing with it? And when you really get specific, you're going to find a lot of time. I mean, I remember one time I thought I was just doing, I was doing so much. I was launching um, a few years back. I was uh, putting a program together. I was, getting, I was doing a corporate wellness program. I was doing a bunch of other stuff that I had to get done. And like, I was getting up at like 3.30 in the morning just so I can get things done a little earlier, work out meditate in this whole nine yards and i thought to myself i'm like man i just feel like i don't have much time and i had somebody was asking me to do something uh and i couldn't do it i just was like i don't have the time and then i did this exercise and i looked back at him i said you know what i'll make it happen i can i can do it i can definitely and he's like how are you gonna do it i said don't worry about it i'll figure it out and what i found out was when i did this exercise i had an extra hour hour and a half that was just i don't know where it was going but it was available and i was like oh my god if i just spent a half hour Every day, I can nail out the project. And that's what ended up happening. So you map out, just to sum this all up, you map out your 24 hours, you minus your sleep, you minus work, you minus eating and cooking, then you minus time they have to spend with your kids or your wife or your husband, and then after that, whatever's left, 
that's how much hours you have to work on yourself or whatever it is you want to do. And some people have more than others, but it doesn't matter. The point is, is what you do effectively with that time. And I promise you, you'll find time there. Because I was, re- I was researching that uh, Americans spend two hours a day watching TV. I was like, holy cow, two hours a day? I spend, I maybe watch a show, depends on the shows. I get into a show and I'll watch it for a little bit. And I'll watch like one a night and then I'll stop watching TV for a while. And then I'll jump back into something else and I'll watch that one a night and I'll stop again. And that's just what I do. But I schedule it out and I make sure I get all the work I need to get done to do that. So you look and see and that's one of the ways you can figure out how much time you have. And then with the time you do have, make an intention. Know what it is you want to do. What do you want to achieve for the day and how you're going to do it. And then you, you set the outline and you hammer that stuff out. And you minimize your distractions as much as you can and you really schedule it. And take breaks. Don't get so honed in on doing something straight. Take a, take after 50 minutes, 45 to 50 minutes, get up, move around 5, 10 minutes and take a little bit of a break. It's good for the brain, it's good for the body and it's good for you just to break away from things. When you come back, even though you took a 5, 10 minute break and you do this every hour, what happens is you're actually going to be more productive. You start moving around. Another thing you can do on a 5-10 minute break is take a 5-10 minute meditation break. Just do meditation. Put on some music and just soft music and just sit there and just listen to the music. That's all you need to do. Just break away every hour to 2 hours max. I usually recommend every 5 to 10 minute, uh, every 45 to 50 minutes you want to take a little bit of a break just to give you a quick reset. But that's pretty much it, guys. I mean, I've utilized these techniques, and it's worked wonders for me um, many different times. I've taught pro- I, we teach programs at the on online Empower Your Reality programs that we do um, and so forth. So this is really a, a great concept, a great way to utilize, to control your time because, let's face it, time is, of the, is, is a, it's a valuable resource that you just never can get back. So why don't we make our time more intentful, more managed, and be able to really focus in and figure out where are we wasting or spoiling time? I don't like to say lose because everyone's given 24 hours, which is how you spoil it. And how do you take that time to put it more into what you want to do so you can really manifest and create what it is you desire so you can fulfill the purpose and passion you have within, something that brings joy to you and that you just get excited about and be able to focus on that. And I can promise you, if you do this and you really hone in and manage your time, you can take things to the next level and you can take it as big as wide as you want. Because let's face it, Oprah, you know, Mark Cuban, Donald Trump, you look at these billionaires, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. These guys, they're multi-billionaires. And yet, they still have the same 24 hours you and I do. The only difference is they manage it better. And they're more effective with it and they're consistent. And when you do that, they can achieve and achieve more of what it is they desire to keep on growing, expanding, and evolving. So that's the secret I have for you guys. I want to thanks for watching. Until next episode, I want you to keep discovering, expanding, and evolving to who it is you desire to be. Thank you for listening to the Mindful Experiment Podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you rediscover who you really are, to break through those limits. For connecting with us on social media, please check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash empower your reality. You can check us out on Twitter. Our handle is Dr. Vic 21. And also check us out on Instagram 
It's Instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. And as always, if this show you found to be helpful for you, by paying it forward and sharing this podcast with someone that you know who could benefit from it. And last but not least, if you liked the podcast show, please give us a review. Five star. We appreciate that. Thank you for listening to The Mindful Experiment. Helping you discover your infinite potential.